0: Broadcasting live from Roberta's in Bushwick, Brooklyn, you're listening to HeritageRadioNetwork.com. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border, coast to coast, and all the ships at sea. Streaming live from the County of Kings, Brooklyn, New York City, on the Heritage Radio Network.
1: Are you ready for the fastest half hour on the internet today? It's the Mike and Judy Show. Spanning the globe for high-minded
0: hijinks and low-brow kicks to bring you the best in sex, drugs, rock and roll, and nuclear vision. They're too bad for radio and too good-looking for television. And now, here they are. America's last best hope to make the internet safe for absolutely no one two people who will do pretty much anything for a pizza, your hosts, Mike Edison and Judy Maguire.
2: And we're back. We're back. So much has happened.
1: So much has happened.
2: We usually don't get Jack anymore, unfortunately. Jack, Jack Inslee,
1: Engineer of the Stars, back <laughs> today on Gay it. Pride Day. That's that's why he came in. How come you're not at the parade, Jack? <laughs> I needed an excuse, so I came to do your show. <laughs> I love the parade so much, although it's getting it's getting a little out of control over, over there. It's a little sprawling out of control, a little corporate, a little big, a little noisy. Like little the
2: Mermaid Parade, which was yesterday. I
1: can't, I, I, <laughs> I can't do that anymore, the Mermaid Parade. No, it's too hot. I mean, it's good, but... Um, too much sun. But we are happy to be celebrating gay pride. I think, you know, I would, I'm cool enough to be gay. I'm not gay, mm. but... I'm totally mm. co- Totally cool enough
2: To be gay mm, I, I make know. a lovely Dijon no. vinaigrette As you all
1: <laughs> There's more involved In being gay Okay My David Bowie obsession mm. I love I love chamber music No you're not You're not No The ballet No I'm nope, thinking about nope. going to an off-Broadway show next week. No. Nope. There you go. It's nope. just the ass fucking nope. and the cocksucking that I'm really not into. Mm, those are Other, otherwise, otherwise, I'm totally on board. <laughs> and I do uh, love my gay friends so much. So, Judy, we both love been travel a little bit. You were in Seattle celebrating your new book. Yes, the official book of sex, drugs, and rock and roll list. We had
2: a big party at the Sunset Tavern. A screaming tree was there. A screaming tree. A screaming tree. Barrett Martin, uh, who was very nice. We, we had. How grungy. A- it was very it was very grunge. I wore my flannel shirt and we're going to have a party in on uh, July 12th at Powerhouse Arena in Dumbo. I can't and there's wait. sponsored by Pabst Beer. I can't wait. Pabst Beer. Sponsor. beer Williamsburg, uh, that's where I'm from. That's that's like my, <laughs> you know,
1: mother's milk. There's nothing better than a book about drugs with a beer sponsor at the party.
2: Yeah, I couldn't get a Coke sponsor. And a band. And a band. Yeah. Uh, Mike Edison <laughs> and the Whatever the fuck you're calling yourself this week, fan.
1: <laughs> I can't wait. And, um, you know, I was traveling, too. That's why we haven't been on uh, the air live in a couple of weeks. I was in Chicago at my nephew's bar mitzvah. You're, t- you're really horning in on my bar mitzvah business. Yeah, I, I, believe me, they could have used you to write the fucking movie. Okay. Well, actually, maybe you could have taken notes from this. It was like a pep rally for a, a 13-year-old dictator of some third-world country. It was like jumbotrons fucking everywhere. And, and what does this kid actually... Fucking done He turned 13 And wrote a few a, lines In Hebrew Who the fuck cares He's a
2: man We should introduce Our guests And see if they have Bar and Bat Mitzvah uh, stories
1: uh, Our guests are so awesome
0: Unfortunately not
2: <laughs> Janet Not me No Oh my god <laughs> Danny are you even Jewish
1: I'm only half a Jew Oh god okay. yeah, Just a good on. half Like Henry L I'm
2: full on <laughs> 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 Full our, on Our guests today Are Janet Ginsburg, My new office mate Also a writer And comedian You. <laughs> <laughs> And Danny Hellman. An
1: unapologetic Rush fan, Janet Ginsburg. It's true. (laughs) Danny Hellman, a a fabulously talented cartoonist. One of my very favorite artists in New York, Danny Hellman, who's done uh, almost 100 Screw Magazine covers. Wow. Almost. Almost 100. And uh, is archiving Screw Covers on your blog, which is something I look forward to all the time. It's great. People don't even realize that. I mean, the cover of Screw Magazine was... It's, it's like a museum. It's a who's who. I mean, there was a time when you had to do that cover to be anybody in, in the comic world,
0: right? Well, everybody in New York worked for Screw at one point. Uh, some more than others.
1: But the I list of people kept, who have done going, the covers specifically are, are
0: amazing. You've got Crumb and Spain, you know, the, the underground giants, the giants of underground comics. They all
1: did Screw at one point or another. And, and they're fantastic, and they, they hold up. They're, they're, they're really... I have a
3: special place for Screw in my heart because my my one and only positive review during my porn tenure was in Screw magazine. Uh That was when you were Wait, a were you idiot. a porn star, who, who, Janet Kinsberg? I was a, a an editorial porn star.
0: <laughs> who wrote that review?
3: I don't know, but I liked it because it said something is very wrong in the offices of Sheik because someone there can actually write. And that was me. <laughs> All right. Because I, I was the only fucker in the office. That, that what, was, of
1: course, a Screw Magazine staple was to review other porn magazines. <laughs> yeah,
0: what year was it? I'm going to try to figure out who wrote that review. Oh,
3: <laughs> probably like 96,
0: 97, something oh, like so that. Oh, so that's probably Dave Clark or... John Walsh or
1: Yeah one of the guys One of you know, those guys One of those guys Or Chip You know Yeah no, Chip, that Chip wasn't there a few yet. years okay. later But um, that was always A good thing So Chic Which was sort of like Larry Flint's attempt To sort of go up market A little was bit Was it
2: fashion no <laughs> Well when, you're when you say
1: fashiony If you mean <laughs> splayed tips. vaginas Yes
3: Very fashionable Nail Actually, tips. it was it well, was It had gone through a lot of changes It started out as like The little sister to hustler That had Grace Jones in it And it was a strange format And everything It was supposed to be like We for Larry Well we
1: uh, Which was Hefner's attempt To chase penthouse basically And the code word being international Which just means You know Sluts with tans Basically, that look vaguely French or or Brazilian. Maybe Um, a beret. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I wish beatnik porn should be more of that.
3: By the time I got there, it was being pitched as the as the career woman porn. So all the women I wrote about had jobs, but they still oh. like to. You well, know. needless
1: to say, it's a very cynical business that porn magazine business.
3: Oh, I which, hush! Which, I don't believe you for a minute.
1: <laughs> which you can read about in my new book, Dirty, Dirty, Dirty. Available. booksellers everywhere.
2: Well, Mike um, and Judy shill hours in effect. <laughs> so Dan, did you use like live models? Did you get any of that action? Like- no,
0: people always thought that. You'd go up to the offices of Screw and there'd be nude Women cavorting but yeah. it wasn't like that At all
2: yeah. but you know, but you know, I It was a place at, of business I worked at High Times and there was a lot of pot there You worked at High Times
0: I, I swear the one time I went up to High Times They had a secret reefer room That was like a bunker hidden away in the back of the place it, it, it,
1: Yeah you're looking yes at or me Because well, yeah, 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 <laughs> so I feel yeah. like
2: you've said
0: it No no that didn't exist
2: <laughs> Oh no it, I, it wasn't I so I. secret though <laughs>
1: Well, you know when, when which office High Times moved around a little bit. It was on office Park office. Avenue South. Oh, yeah, oh okay. yeah, Steve's
2: office. Right, yeah, I was always there. I'm sorry, that's Phoenix's office.
1: Ah, fucking hippie douchebag. But you know what they did? The secret of the High Times stealth smoking program. Okay, <laughs> was this thing um, was fashioned out of the top of like a two-liter Pepsi bottle, like a plastic Pepsi bottle, cut and then. Fit, Retrofit with parts from an Israeli gas mask. Oh yeah, okay. this so retarded. Oh, yeah. This okay.
2: is like the ingenuity that I did in high school, like smoking out of tampons, oh, okay. out of apples.
1: Okay, okay. Like- well, well, with this, but this, act, this shit actually worked. I mean, this gizmo was amazing. Like, where was it when I was, you know, getting stoned in, like, my, you know, the bedroom of my parents' I had house? A friend who because made one of those. you take a big hit and you blow through the thing, and it's an Israeli fucking gas mask. I mean, this thing works. It's industrial, but you know how much. Pot you have to smoke to burn out an Israeli gas mask?
2: Well, that probably took two days. To at yeah, High happens.
1: Times, yeah, they went through them like fucking Kleenex, and apparently the Israeli military wasn't supplying them fast enough. So at which point they went back to the old school method of like you know a paper tube, like from paper towel or something, with a fabric softener sheet, you, you know, tied around the end. We just made the place smell like hot tuna was doing their laundry.
0: You would think that High <laughs> Times would have like state of the art stuff given to them free from the people who were making. Smoke the stuff. smoke
1: is a problem, you know.
2: A Especially problem. once the smoking ban went into effect, I'm sure it was much harder. Have you tried those vaporizers?
3: Have you ever tried? Those? My friend
2: swears by it. Yeah,
3: yeah, I've tried it. It was good. Eh. Eh. I'm not. A pot it seems dude. like a lot of like I, Auntie I Judy's get not into the whole pot, in. pot thing. Well, it's a lot of I, I can't. It's like I don't Me like neither. 3D TV. There's like levels of, of of fandom that I don't go to, and that it's a little much to own. To own, that yeah, thing.
1: really economical though. Tell Jack. How how is that, Jack? the vaporizers economical yeah
0: because just you know a tiny little bit gets vaporized and you get a whole lot out of it Instead Aren't they of, like two hundred
2: bucks or something? Yeah, I want to just stick it well, in I your use arm. Other but that works to... vaporizers.
0: You know, Ooh. that's the economical
1: move. In the long term, it pays for itself. I'm old school with yeah. the pot smoking. I like to roll a joint. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but
2: actually, vaporizers easier on your lungs. I actually too. have this
1: like giant collection of rolling papers at my house because I have like Rolling Stone brand, like you know the band, totally bootleg pirate shit. All this weird collection of rolling papers. I don't know. I like old headgear. I wish I could find a power hitter. Ginsburg, you know what that is, what those squeezy things, you know, I made the, like a shotguns, out of pot, because a... you probably saw it at the Yes concert you went to in 1978.
2: <laughs> Untrue. <laughs> Untrue all around. So, Dan, you don't like pot either?
0: I reached a point where I just couldn't handle it anymore.
2: Yeah, me neither. I think we all support the
3: general idea yeah, of Yeah, I'm not sure, against sure. pot. It's
0: I wouldn't kinda... deny anybody their pot, but personally, rather... it, it, it's not a good choice for me.
3: I just find it unpredictable at this stage. Like It's like I could take it and have a great time, or I could take it and immediately be like,
4: what am I doing in the house? Why don't you looking at me? Yes. I'm, fail- I'm
1: trying to be a better pothead, and I'm just failing miserably at it. It's too fucking time-consuming. It <laughs> does. It takes
3: so much time. It's and
1: expensive. I have a bunch of pot in my house, and it just sort of sits there. And I always think, oh, great. I want to get stoned and play with my synthesizer. <laughs> you know, I get stoned and play with my echo machine, you know, or, you know, or watch the Bob Marley video. I'm a pretty classic stoner that way. But it, you know, I smoke pot in the morning. Fats said the day's fucking gone. I smoke pot in the evening. I never get to sleep because I know pot makes a lot of people sleepy. But for me, it just makes my mind race. You yeah. know, I want to get out like the finger paints and stuff. I smoked some pot and went to see Prometheus. That's what I'm good oh, at. Like, uh,
0: don't, yeah. so don't get me bad. started. Yeah, it's that was terrible.
1: Well, you know, that was one of the then well, welcome to marijuana. It's like I enjoyed it while I was going on, but the second I got home and started thinking about it, I realized how much it sucked. It was a terrible uh, movie. We've,
2: um, we're actually, we have a phone caller. Yeah, today. A phone call.
1: Wait, and I, for, I forgot. This is a very special guest. Actually, a phone caller. Call on line eight. A reality show star, no less.
2: And my friend Monty, are you there? Yeah, Judy. Yeah. You might notice my lisp today, Monty, because I had some implant surgery the other day. Ooh. What kind of implants, Judy? Same. I have I have big tits now. That's why, like, I'm lisping. So, congratulations on Master Chef! Thank you. You know, my our friend Mike here is a friend of uh, Joe Bastianich, who's been kind of a dick to you, but he's chilled out lately. Well, Joe Bastianich um, is actually
4: amazing. You know, I know he doesn't. Look amazing on
2: TV. Uh, you know, <laughs> An amazing dick he looks like. <laughs> <laughs>
4: and, uh, you know the words that come out of his mouth, but he's actually in real life like a really cool person and not as as gargamelish. if if I could throw a Smurf reference in there as he uh as he behaves Smurf
1: reference that's a first on the show
2: (laughs) um (laughs) thank you I know I know you can't give anything away and we don't want you to but I have to tell you the highlight of my TV viewing career I believe is watching you um slice up a pair of testicles hey (laughs) now I just thought of a certain loser comedian sitting at home watching that clutching himself (laughs)
4: You, you know, the funny part about that is the whole time I'm trying it, because you have to actually take the the uh, balls out of the testy sack, Ugh. and it's not as easy as it looks to get them out. So Mon-
2: Monty had cook had prairie bird. Bird. Mon- Monty, Monty Cook had, testicles.
3: Like,
0: Who's all testicles? All
3: over my glasses. What kind of, <laughs> What kind of testicles were they? Bulls testicles.
0: No, they were
3: ginormous.
1: Uh, apparently they were standing in for a certain comedian. Do you,
3: do you always cook those with lemon? Did you cook them with lemon? <laughs> no.
1: Parsley sprig?
3: <laughs> I don't
4: want it to hurt even more. No, um, I I, I braised them with a, a, in a red wine broth. And, uh, Is that the way you like your balls, Judy? <laughs> I mean... And what? And um, and, and then I bred them and, and fried them up a little bit because you have to actually cook them for a long time because they're tough. I've actually Soccer. eaten
2: testicles. I have. Th- this is Janet Ginsburg, okay. one of our guests today, Monty. <laughs> who, the only I think, I believe the only one in the room who has ever tasted testicles. That's seen in is the locker room in
1: nineteen ninety four. Doesn't count, Ginsburg. I
2: mean,
3: non human testicles, Judy. <laughs> That's what well, we're
2: talking about. I
3: didn't eat them. I, I have, just- and I finally understood why they call them Rocky Mountain oysters because they're they're like sea. Food. They're way more like seafood, and that doesn't make any sense, but that's what I that's what I found. What the
1: fuck? You know? It's like this show always seems to go there. You know, The women talking about eating balls and cutting up cutting up testicles. We had a whole show about eating placenta. It's like what the fuck?
2: What what did the I must judges have that one. what did the judges think about your um fried balls? <laughs>
1: <laughs> they liked them.
4: I mean, I didn't make the top three, but they liked them. They were really impressed with everyone's dishes that so, day. I mean, the, the most hilarious thing in the world was when we lifted up the the mystery box, and you know, there's this huge lamb's head with this disgusting tongue sticking yeah. out of it, and uh, it had so much plaque, Judy. Oh no, we <laughs> need plaque like, and the <laughs> hay. I was like, oh, dude, you need someone to hook you up with some toothpaste little lamb. This awful. And and, and the whole time we're all gagging, Gordon Ramsay just loses it. (laughs) He can't even get two words out without cracking up. He was so happy about how disgusted we were. It was hilarious.
2: I'm sure that was really disgusting. now, what is up with the blind chick competition? I know you love her, but you cannot put a blind chef okay. into com- That is such okay. a gimmick. Okay, okay. No,
1: I'm, I'm, oh. s- I'm standing up for the blind girl right now, okay? And I'm shocked that a human rights activist such as yourself, Judy McGuire, would possibly say that a blind person doesn't belong on a cooking show. Well, I, I, I
2: think she, sh- she should... Maybe, be, they shouldn't she play, sh-
1: maybe they shouldn't play piano either.
2: <laughs> I think she should do whatever she can. I think that's great, but this is... I'm sorry, Monty. I love you and your mm-hmm. show, but this is a blatant plea for like, the,
1: you don't think blind people can cook? Yes, I think blind people can what's, cook. What's next? It's a very slippery slope, Maguire. Next you can say, oh, now you need to have okay. legs to cook. Okay, blind or, people, or only only, only Irish Duty. people can cook. Yeah. And, wait, wait, let and Monty talk. It's, it's, I mean, it's the Jews.
4: When I, I know first, it When I first found out that there was a blind girl on the show, I mean, we were all just shocked, and I remember watching her cook for her audition dish, and it's mesmerizing. Yeah. It's mesmerizing. Maybe not every single blind person should cook. Just, like, <laughs> not every from. single well, person will that so. it can see should cook and, and be behind a stove because they can't do, do it well. But this woman is so talented. Are you ever Honestly, tempted to, like,
1: switch the salt I, I know it
4: was a competition, and I, I should have been, you know, rooting for myself the whole time. But there were so many times... That I wasn't even focused on what I was doing, and I was going,
2: You can do it, Christine. Because yeah, but that's how they was get just you. A total
1: inspiration. <laughs> yeah, Judy, an inspiration.
2: Okay, now I feel like the bad person. Uh, well, I guess we
3: won't be eating dinner at that awesome new blind restaurant tonight, Judy.
1: <laughs> I hear the blind girl's good with the balls.
2: <laughs> oh, I forget what she made. She made something that looked good. Um,.
1: But it was so easy just to, like, you know, switch, like...
2: (laughs) But you are doing great on the show, Monty. I'm so happy for you.
4: Thank you, Judy. Judy knows where I've been (laughs) and, like, how hardcore things were for me before that show. So I'm just really excited to just be out of this really ugly place and, you know, doing so much better now. I finally got a job. Yay! Yeah, Mm -hmm. Say the radio station name. What's
2: What's the radio station?
4: The radio station is in Phoenix, which is hot as balls. Um,
2: <laughs> what it's, you it's the balls? What balls? <laughs> it's, it's like 110 degrees today for real. Are you sweating balls? Um, <laughs> well, it's actually 110 <laughs> degrees here, too. But <laughs> it's hot as, as little
4: testes. Um, hot as balls. And what? it's, uh, it's myphoenixmusic.com. My you can stream it online, and it's uh, my1039.
2: And what's your website? So people can see how my fucking foxy you are.
4: Myphoenixmusic.com.
2: MyPhoenixMusic.com, and you can find uh, Monty on Facebook. And what's your Twitter handle?
4: MC3Monty M <laughs> O N T I. MC3Monty with an, M-O-N-T-I. <gasps> MC3 with an I. Uh Yeah, it's been nuts. I mean, I don't know. I, you know, uh, excuse me. Who would have ever thought that I would have made it onto a cooking show? <laughs> 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 I I'm well, really apparently
2: like blind because, people on yeah, there. I just
4: got the previews for this week's show that they're doing on Monday and it's just me like
3: cussing out people, which is which is you. Are I, you going to be a breakout star? Cuz I yes. haven't watched the show, yes. but I have seen I have yes, seen things is. on the internet about you. Yes. I don't even know you. She is. You're a breakout.
2: You have?
3: Yeah. You're a breakout, uh-huh. you're a you breakout star, yeah.
2: Well, no. I got a
3: referral from no. probably somebody's Twitter feed or somebody's Facebook feed. But I have. I have seen things about you. You're a breakout. You're, you're <gasps> someone that they talk about oh on the gosh. internet. My friend, my friend,
4: Kurt. I don't know, dude. I don't ever consider myself a breakout star. I Break didn't out. Know, I got into a Break huge fight with this kid, Ryan. Oh,
2: and, he's a dick.
4: Um, <laughs> like, totally living up to the Puerto Rican stereotype.
2: You let your Puerto Rican <laughs> freak flag fly, baby. Oh, my God. I can say F's, but not S's.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, Monty, I hope you kick ass on Monday. It's 9, o- it's nine o'clock on Fox, right? 9 o'clock on Fox. Nine, 9, 8 Central
4: on Fox.
2: Excellent. All right. Well, I'm going to be in touch with you later um, personally. But thank you so much for being on our show. I love you guys. Congratulations. I love you, awesome too. Show. And please take care, and well, I'll talk to you soon. Be nice to the blind girl. She's nice to her I'm mean to her <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Teach Judy, teach, Bye, teach Judy A little civility Will you Monty <laughs> Bye <laughs> Well alright Is that our first Reality show t- uh, TV star I think it was It's uh, impressive you guys Hey
2: can we play The um, glad to be gay Song now Does Jack Because it, it is pride day Yeah I guess and, so
1: Because um, it's pride day And um Pride day I love this song <laughs> Alright it's Mike and Judy's Show here on the Heritage Radio Network Streaming live from Roberta's We'll be back in a minute
5: Believe One of these stories I've heard About them raiding our bots for no reason at all Lining the customers up by the wall Picking out people, knocking them down Resisting arrest as they're kicked on the ground Searching their houses, calling them queer I don't believe that sort of thing happens here if you're happy that way hey sing if you're glad to be gay sing if you're happy that way pictures of naked young women are fun in tidbits and flavor. I
2: love me some Tom Robinson sun. band BRB I love this um Anyway, we're back with our two guests, Janet Ginsburg and Danny Hellman. Danny, you're doing all the um, artwork for the CBGBs festival.
0: Yeah. But the, there's
2: no more CBGBs. What happened? What's up? I
0: don't know. The CBGBs <laughs> people found me on Facebook and they uh, they had gone through a couple of illustrators before me and they said...
1: Okay, let's define us The CBGBs
0: people. Yeah, who are they? I think yeah, they're a bunch I, of hedge I, this, fund Did
2: Hilly bags. come back from the, gray, the dead? They're
0: them? not relatives of Hilly Crystals. They're a bunch of folks who bought... The name
2: out oh, from Hilly's kids, probably. I
0: guess so. I went up and met them uh, a few weeks ago. They're doing business out of a hotel room in the West 50s. Must be Manhattan.
1: nice. <laughs> <laughs> not, Sounds not, punk.
0: Yeah, not that. No, not at all punk, but not all that swank either. It's really just a hotel room.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you know how I, I feel about this. It's all CBGB's thing. I mean, I mean, it's, it's bullshit. I mean, obviously, it's a bunch of hedge fund guys who co-opted the brand and are putting on this rock festival. And if you've seen the original promo materials which were leaked onto Facebook and whatnot, it's all about lifestyle marketing and cross-corporate transmedia, you know, blah, 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 blah. It's really very antithetical to the whole spirit of what CBGB's was. And in fact... You know how how I feel about this. CBGBs was antithetical to the whole spirit of CBGBs. I mean, all that save CBGBs stuff, you know how I feel about this? It was bullshit because the people who ran CBGBs didn't want to save it themselves. They hadn't booked a good show there in 10 years. Hell, he didn't give a fuck. He was making a million dollars a year in t-shirt sales. But their, their closing shows were good.
2: I didn't go to any. But, like, that. Well, sure, sure,
1: you know, and there was some, some nice stuff happening at the end. And then there was also that whole summer where these, like, thrash bands that had played there in 1982 when you and I were a bit too When I was uh, like. <laughs>
2: an embryo and I went there in my mother's womb, Mike. Right.
1: Oh, to be a fly on those <laughs> My um, mother's a slam dancer. Yeah, that was you at the Mohawk Maguire. I saw you <laughs> All uh, right, all right. Tell us that story about the nose ring again. Shut up. <laughs> it
2: got lost in well, a white boy dreadlock, okay? I
1: love that story so much. It's, 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 oh my. it's romance. It's, it's punk rock romance. In a squat. Oh, it gets better and better It gets better Ew. and better See now never say I have scabies see, Just listening to that story And that's what I'm talking about Never say That Judy McGuire the woman who was too hot for television is less than authentic. She's the real fucking deal. Okay? And these CBGB's posers, these fucking clowns. They what what have they got to do with CBGB's except stealing a name and co-opting it and saying, yeah. "Okay." They didn't steal it. They bought it. They, they bought paid it. But you know, I think it's all fair because I what think is it's C- fair too. CB the minute you say the
3: CBGB's brand, you have already lost. You've already lost. When it's a brand, it's something else. And when it's a brand, buy it, sell it. You know, not, not that that's I mean I've lost a lot of faith I have no faith in humanity and mm-hmm. I'm a nihilist but get rich you know what I'm saying like if it doesn't mean any, if it's a brand yeah. it doesn't mean anything I, I know but it's
1: just kinda, it just kind of makes me a little sick to see all these bands rushing to play and people say oh we're playing the CBGB's festival as if they were now part uh, of something part you know, of a they're movement probably part of a than they did at the actual CBGBs.
0: Maybe well, this will be better than the actual CBGBs were. Well, like we'll I'm, be
2: able to sit down
1: when we pee.
0: There you go. Yeah. Probably
1: sure, not, I mean, not though. Oh, yeah, oh I'm, not. I'm sure I'm sure that the top uh tier of bands who are getting together for this, um some of which, you know, we're both fans of, Red Cross we were talking about before, are getting paid, you know, some nice dough to play, but there are 300 bands a lot of local bands are hoping that this is going to be there. Well, <laughs> to their they're turn done. on MasterChef.
3: How is it a festival, if, if they're all over the place, what does the festival thing even mean? Like, what does that mean? Well, the
1: jazz festival used to take place in different places. Yeah, well, it's it was like CMJ really, really or, happening, or, or New Music Seminar. At different oh, so it's all, all over, over New, new York? York right. I don't know anything about it. Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. I mean, sure, why not have a gig you know, here, there, and everywhere else? But again, now these people are kind of like the man, you know?
2: Eh, we're all old. We all need to pay our bills. Everybody's
3: the man. Who's not the man? Seriously. I wish uh, I were more of the man. I think about this all the time. I would, I would like I to wish I man. was. Yeah. I'll
2: tell you who's the man. Jack Insley. Jack Inslee is the, wow, the stars. thanks, guys.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Speaking so, of which, I felt old at Bonnaroo. How fucked up is that? Oh, my
1: God. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I don't envy your job. There you were at the great Googa and the next day you're at fucking Bonnaroo dodging a fish concert. Yeah, 17-hour right? drive later. Ew. Ew. Nah. You mean
2: Heritage Network didn't take out the private jet for Yeah, where's, <laughs> Patrick's, where's
1: Patrick's Gulfstream? <laughs>
2: Oh, sorry. That's too many eco credits or carbon <laughs> credits or whatever.
1: So, Danny, what else are you been working on? Um, the CBGB's poster is fantastic, by the way. You know, and, and I'm truly a great admirer of your stuff, and I don't think you are part and partial or complicit with this other
0: was you know yeah you know, i'm just you know, you know i'm just a hired shameful, hired hand i'm
1: shameful a <laughs> exploitation of oh everything my. i ever fucking fought he's for. not shitting on you <laughs> i'm just shitting just your bosses well i love the story you told me before that you handed in the first version of the poster and they told you it was too punk yeah <gasps>
2: grampy don't true? be telling tales out of school there were true? there
0: were two incidents they've been fun to deal with the first incident I I did the design, and I drew the Empire State Building. You know, It's a girl uh, with a mohawk, a punk rock gal, climbing the Empire State Building. That could have been you, Maguire. Could have been, a la King Kong. And I guess they had a lawyer who saw it and said, well, we could get sued by the Empire State Building.
3: See, that's not punk right there. A lawyer, they had a lawyer see it. You've already
1: jumped the shot. Plus, the Empire
2: State Building is an... It's an icon of New York City.
1: Well, And by the way, our friends with Screw, Al Goldstein, some of those lawsuits he won probably make it fair use to parody the um, King Kong and the Empire State Building. And I refer you to um, the world and Pillsbury Doe versus Al Goldstein. Well, there was a cover I
0: drew for Screw that had Mickey Mouse taking a dump on Times Square from the Empire State Building. Oh, those I was Disney people will. I was going to send that to the CBGB people and say, look, Al
1: Goldstein didn't get sued over this cover. And Disney is tough, man. They're the litigious. Like, and uh, speaking exactly. of balls,
2: Disney, I mean, Al had balls. These new CBGBs, people. Don't. Ballless. Ballless. Uh, well, Unix.
0: Somewhat without balls. I don't know.
2: Anyway Oh my god Are we out of time Time is flying it's What all- Whoa Danny where can people Find you and your Brilliant artwork
0: www.dannyhelman.com. I'm on Tumblr And Twitter And Facebook Yeah and t-
1: that uh, and uh, Tumblr is where, Where's your blog With the screw covers Which is Absolutely should be Required That's on for-
0: blogger And I, I wish I Was better about Keeping that thing up I visited every couple of months or so but that's on blogger Uh, i don't remember the url but it's Mm -hmm. called uh, (laughs) screw screw cover art blog and you know i i like to post covers by different people it's
1: essential it's really unbelievable how much talent you know was shown on the cover of screw magazine people um either forget or regret its reputation which preceded you know generally unfairly because it was a pretty pretty hep magazine it was the world's greatest newspaper it was it I was. feel
3: unsatisfied because I feel like we haven't figured out who's not the man.
1: Now, <laughs> well, uh. Uh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think we all want to be the man.
1: Yeah. Who doesn't? Oh, we all well, aspire I've, towards man. All right, I've well, missed you, Mike I've and missed Jack. You, I've missed you too, Judy. Heritage Radio is not the man. That's no. for sure. No, they're not. so not the man. No. It's, you yeah, know, but they have pork chops. <sighs> The, chickens, the heritage chicken has nothing to sneeze at. I wonder if the
2: heritage sells balls.
1: You know?
3: <laughs> they probably, if they have a chicken or they have a steer, they've got the
1: they've balls. They've got at the some balls. Point. They should
2: be selling them.
1: Chicken balls. Ew. That is so gross. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Once again, it's been the Mike and Judy show here on the Heritage Radio Network at Roberta's. Before we go, Judy, when's your party? And tell us one more time about your unbelievably fantastic book. The, the um,
2: official book of sex, drugs, and rock and rollists. I finally have the title right. July 12th at Powerhouse Arena. Um, Princess Superstar. Superstar Mike Edison. Uh, <laughs> Rich <laughs> Jeswiak from Gawker
1: it's a cavalcade of superstars Bob of stars.
2: Burt Guarante- of guaranteed nudity there's going to be nudity and drugs and yes know, there's going to be Pabst Blue Ribbon
1: the hipster, <laughs> hipster drug did Janet tell you before lie <laughs> alcohol yeah, is a drug o- Ozzy Osbourne's going to be there
2: cocaine Keith Richards Courtney Love is coming Snooki's out of rehab Snooki's having her it. baby at oh party. my god she's crowning but she's holding it in
1: <laughs> she's
2: pushing it back in
1: I can't wait it's the Mike and Judy show the fastest 30 minutes on the internet happy gay pride day everybody we'll see you next week